Welcome to the Sacred Womb Podcast, womb-centered wisdom for the arc of womanhood, with me, your host, Melanie Swan. Hello, hello everyone, a very warm welcome back to this episode of the podcast, where me and Kim will be discussing reclaiming the divine masculine to restore the divine feminine. Kim, hello, welcome, thank you. Thank you for having me back. Um, I'm really excited about this conversation, actually, because this is one of the one of the standout things that drew me to doing your womb medicine woman training all those years ago, because you were doing something completely different, which I love. Oh. <laughs> I've heard that from quite a few people, actually, from a few women, like because they've been talking about the divine masculine. So, yeah, let's. I'll just do a little intro, um, so everyone knows what we're what we're going to be talking about. Um, so there is a growing movement, a huge growing movement called the Divine Feminine, the Rise of the Divine Feminine, Rise of the Feminine, and generally more talk about the Divine Feminine. And this seems to be all about the return of women to their power, living cyclical essence and feeling and trusting intuition uh, rather than sort of doing and operating from head. Uh, however, with all our human things, us humans fumbling around <laughs> here on earth, trying to work it out, there's something missing. So this is, this movement has been going on for really quite some time. And I, in my opinion, I don't think it's working. So there's something missing. And what I see many women doing both in the trainings and the circles I've run is they can connect, reconnect with intuition. They can operate from a, a place of feeling and intuition rather than doing. However, they're really struggling to turn ideas into action and they're really struggling with internal authority. And the other theme I'm seeing that goes along with this, that really runs with it, is a projection outwards of their masculine nature. So that's what we're going to be talking about today and, and all the nuances of that. And yeah, just giving some air and light and oxygen to it so that everyone listening can see if that resonates and see if that's relevant. Yeah. What do you think, Kim? Yeah, spot on. I really think this is, uh, this is something that I'm also seeing of just this almost focus on divine feminine and in a way turning away from what people deem as masculine, yeah. you know, it's, it's a very interesting thing because in my mind, those two things have to uh, be integrated in order for us to not only create ideas and then birth them in the world through doing, but there, there is very much a, a focus on divine feminine and only divine feminine. Yeah. Yeah, this split. I mean, that's the nature, that is the nature of our reality in this time space where everything's split. Good, bad, female, male, this, that. And really what we're aiming for is integration, but the stuff that keeps it separate. It's separate to begin with and then it's it, it it's got trauma basically that separates it. So yeah, where do you want to start, Kim? I think I'd like to start with just the, 
I hear a lot of of people say, not only women, but I hear everyone kind of talk about, I'm in my masculine or I'm in my feminine and kind of weave as if these two things are separate because we've also been given almost like a, a list of what is considered feminine traits and masculine traits. I'd like to start there, I think. Okay. <laughs> nice place. Uh, the Instagram list of the feminine is this, the masculine is that. Okay. So in the absence of really being able to embody feel stuff and feel stuff, we do make shit up. And that's what I feel like we've been doing with feminine and masculine. And what I'm, what I'm seeing is that the feminine sort of list of traits is becoming something of a pedestal, feeling, regulating, softness, intuition, connection. Uh, and the masculine is kind of being used as a dumping ground, as um, operating from one's head, doing, uh, pushing, um, disconnection, harsh, hard. And it's what I think is happening is women are coming to connection with their gifts and all the states that aren't that are being deemed masculine. And what's happening is it projects our energy out of those parts of us that we don't like, which, which, pushes if you can imagine pushing parts of our energy out and if you imagine loads of women around the world doing this we're forming this thing called patriarchy which we've all co-created and you know once we realize we've co-created it we can dismantle it one by one so in my masculine usually means i'm pushing and i'm in my head and i'm in my feminine usually means i'm being and i'm i'm feeling in my flow Mm -hmm. So in that state, the feminine's putting itself on a pedestal and we're putting the masculine as a dumping ground and a power under. So that's where we've been. We've been women or feminine as power under, kind of subjugated, and men with power over, like in a general sense. And then what we're trying to, in order to kind of correct it, what we're doing as women is trying to gain power over rather than come to power within. Yeah. Um, and it's creating this dissonance and the masculine is becoming a dumping ground. And I know men that can feel it and saying like, we wish you take responsibility. And I'm saying, look, look I teach it in my courses and, um, and they're saying like, be great if you could step that up. <laughs> mm, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get that out into the world more. It's going into the book as well. Because it's the one, it's, I mean, we do teach it in the womb medicine woman training, but it's the hardest thing. It's the toughest module. We have the most resistance to it because we've, a lot of us have had trauma with men in this life. There could have been sexual abuse, absent father, overpowering father, um, non-feeling father, compliant father sitting in the corner reading the newspaper for 30 years. I mean, and also all the rape in the world, all the war is usually perpetuated in an outward sense by men. Um, so, 
you know, there've been there are things in this reality that do contribute to our projection uh, of our own masculine parts and, and make it a dumping ground. So I get it is what I'm saying. Everyone yeah. listening, all the women who are doing that, I get it. I do get it. However, we do have to move forwards. Yeah. Otherwise we're staying stuck in this cycle. So I want to get something really clear on something, Mel, um, because I feel like, you know, patriarchy, the masculine men are just kind of grouped together. Mm-hmm. Um, not by everyone, uh, but sometimes in, you know, whether it's posts, whether it's things I'm reading, there seems to be like a, just a grouping together of all those things. And therefore, again, the projection outside of us of like, I am not this, this is what it looks like, project onto that. So I want to get clear about the difference in separating out patriarchy from what is masculine, from what is men. Okay. So patriarchy, I've actually done a little definition here so that can be really clear. Um, Patriarchy to me, anyway, is external authority, power over, uh, rigid hierarchical structures, and anything that doesn't feel as we have defined it, um, structured. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. There can be like, you might call it positives and negatives to that, but I think that's what it is. External authority, rigid hierarchical structures, power outside, power over, and a general disconnect to spirit, spiritual or metaphysical, and earth. Mm -hmm. So that's patriarchy. And I know plenty of women that are playing that out. Plenty. External authority, waiting for others... Uh, permission um, who are operating in rigid hierarchical structures maybe they don't feel right but they're still operating like that and just flipping from power over to power under so we are literally all responsible for that masculinity in its truest form great bring it on bring it back bring it up (laughs) bring it in (laughs) wonderful in its truest form um and men, great, like, yeah, that's the difference. Men, we've got the gender. Masculinity is the essence within us that we deem to be masculine and project out. Um, of course, men project their feminine, but yeah. <laughs> that's the other side of the coin. So, yeah, yeah, that's, is that clear what the difference is? Yeah, yeah. And I just want to clarify something because you've used the phrase power over, power under. So for anyone listening who doesn't know what that is, what what do you mean by that? Okay, so power over or power under is generally what we're playing out in the world and within our own psyche. So if you think about, let's have have an internal example. Um, So when we're kids and we suffer trauma, we're in a power under position. Someone's got power over us. And when we grow up and we've got that unprocessed stuff in, we're operating from a template of feeling like we have power under or someone has power over us. Okay. And when we're healing across timelines, stop me if I'm going too metaphysical, by the way. Um, When we're healing across timelines, what we're looking for is where have I been in positions of power under, i.e. 
been hurt or felt like I couldn't do something because of somebody else, some sort of societal structures, some sort of organization. Mm-hmm. And where have I also been in a power over position where I've been telling people what to do, hurting people, um, asking people to adhere to my ideals, goals, structures. Uh, and we, we tend to be flipping between the two before we can heal them and integrate them and realize actually power is love and love is within. Then we've no need to exert our power over others. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. Um, which brings me to my next, <laughs> my next kind of observation question. Um, <laughs> I, I've noticed, you know, again, coming back to this like listing of, uh-huh. so we talk about divine feminine, divine masculine, the wounded feminine, the wounded masculine. So I just want to know your thoughts on this and kind of how we can then start to heal those aspects of the wounded feminine, the wounded masculine, and what that looks like rather than listing traits that we believe are toxic behaviors or wounded aspects of the feminine or masculine. Okay. <laughs> horse, horse sound. <laughs> um, I've actually, um, I've got a list here. That oh, seems to be, yeah, seems that to be doing be the rounds. Yeah. So, so yeah. I'll give you a kind of what people seem to be like categorizing under the wounded feminine, which is okay. insecure, needy, codependent, manipulative, inauthentic, over-emotional victim mentality. Oh, it's just and then, well, yeah, this it's is kind people. of my whole, that's my whole point. Um, and then the wounded masculine, which is controlling, aggressive, withdrawn, avoids confrontation, uh, overly competitive, abusive, unstable, judgmental, or domineering. <laughs> there we go. Nice dumping ground. That's just people. <laughs> I don't know. I find those 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 lists are very unhelpful, actually. Um, but helpful for you to read it out. Thank you. But I guess I, what I want everyone to do uh, who's listening is just to just to question things like that when you see them. Because I've worked, I've been you working as a trauma therapist for years, and that's just people. Like women could be withdrawn. Women can be very aggressive. They're usually passive aggressive. Men are just usually a bit more outwardly aggressive, but um, it's just yeah. people. I just find it fascinating that somehow we've categorized those traits and those behaviors as being masculine or being feminine. Yeah. It's, just, it's a, yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's just rubbish. So let's just put, put that to one side because, I mean, how does it help anyway? Yeah. We've just at the end of the day we've we've got to get and do our work anyway so what don't, don't see how it's helping yeah okay so what's needed now what's needed <laughs> it would be very bloody helpful if we could all own our shadow it really would so what we're going to do what we do in the womb medicine woman training the work i do with women the work i've done with myself the work we've done together is to own what the very things that we think we are not so to look at what is, you can use the words if you want, what is, what is masculinity? What is toxic masculinity? Let's see, take the judgment off. Um, 
and how we're doing it and just let's let's loosen the reins and let's just go for it that's what I like to do in groups and with people never mind say what you want just get it out on the table bash the penis draw it chuck it out the window chop it up if you want just let's get out really what you think of men separate them that from experience with men separate that from masculinity separate that from the true masculine energy and having done that uh, my god it's so so powerful because if we think about our projected energy even the bits you know the bits that we don't like there's bits of our energy in that there's bits of there's gifts there's bits of our heart there's parts of our soul we're fragmenting ourselves so once we bring that back kind of dust it off of our traumatic experiences of our split consciousness of what we think we are and we aren't it is the most oh i i can i bring myself to tears every time i talk about this it is the most supportive beautiful clear um enduring divine love i think it's just beautiful yeah and it's it's part of that's part of me that's part of every single person listening here and bringing it back i was in i felt ecstasy and this was mm. no plant medicines no substances no this this it was in a like a soul session with my friend and we both got it at the same time and so it was for me it came as in as this crystalline phallus it's like being penetrated by god it was it, and i don't use that word lightly it was just beautiful and it resides within me and what happened is my feminine energy if you could call it that went oh, yeah on a deep 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 level and it's been integrating ever since it was actually in this building that it happened you know i was in chiang mai in thailand uh i'm i'm literally on fourth floor now but i was on the second floor but in the same room so i'm i'm probably about 20 meters above where i was <laughs> when it happened which is uncanny uh but it's it seemed to hold for me and it seems to hold for most women i work with a sense of authority which becomes then internal yeah and the ability to alchemize energy into matter so it lit up my womb it really lit up my womb and so it enables us to truly birth consciousness to bring consciousness through our body through our womb center and to take it forward to bring it forward into matter to actualize it so if we're thinking of all these women that have got all these lovely ideas that are intuitive and soft and flowing fabulous fabulous massive round of applause to that well done here's the next stage that's all it's just the next step um and it can be really hard because sometimes the trauma of um abuse projections lack of too much of need processing and that's often the case that needs honoring first so that we can bring that back but it's lovely it's beautiful it's juicy it's got nothing to do with men masculinity 
toxic this, toxic that, split that, and it becomes one energy. So that's why when you read out those lists and uh, I know we talk about this from time to time as well. Have you seen this? You know, you highlight things. It's just, it's bizarre because I, it's one energy. It doesn't, there is no divine feminine to me. There is no divine masculine because if, if they're split, they're not in their divine state, divine meaning original. Yeah. So there is unification. And of course, in the mix, there are those things. And, and maybe we've come to that this reality to split them out and see them really clearly. And, and part of coming home is to integrate them. But there's, you know, it really negates and neutralizes this, oh, you know, going from flow and feeling in our feminine to then trying to put structures together for our work, say, mm. uh, and going into that and then feeling disconnected. So having to go back to the flowy state or the, the feeling being state, you don't get that. It's just all one. Um, yeah. And it's just more like, okay, what's needed right now. So yeah, that's what's needed. It's, it can be hard, but it's fabulous. Like we, some women have felt like, so I've got, you know, I feel I've got this crystalline phallus within me. Other women feel like they got a big old set of balls when they get their back, <laughs> a big old set of balls. Um, so it can come back different ways and in different felt senses and different essences. But the main thing is to get it back uh, because it is part of all of us. Yeah. And actually, Mel, you saying that is just kind of what it did was it like triggered this thing of remembering, you know, I always think of, I've, I was kind of thinking of Glastonbury and like the red and the white spring oh, yeah. and how people always talk about the red or the white spring and, and the two springs. But a lot of the time they don't talk about how those springs join together to create the black spring. And that for me was what you were describing is the coming together and how that is natural and will always flow. They don't flow separate from each other. They always come together. Yeah. And I think just as you were talking as well, I've realized that, you know, it's quite a young state to also separate things. So, you know, when we're about, we're about, you've got a daughter, she's about five or six, isn't she? Yeah. So is she there at the point yet where she's like, this is wrong, this is right? This is this, like we develop a sense of This is of kind, this is not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we go through a stage in life where we develop a natural sense of morality and things are right or wrong for us. Um, and that's normal. However, in our current times, there's a lot of developmental getting stuck because of attachment disruption. And, you know, we've been parented by humans. and We, we mess up. And so Donald Trump, for example... You're with us or against us. I think that's all the American presidents have said, isn't it? You're either with us or you're against us. You're either right or you're wrong. That's a very young developmental state. And of course, if if we're in that stage of things are right and wrong or black and white, it's just we need to do the developmental work that helps unstick our psyche from that stage so that we can then go and do the the divine feminine masculine work and integrate them so it's not just like a straightforward one session thing yeah sometimes it is 
sometimes there's deeper work to it and sometimes you know the ultimate integration for me i think is looking across timelines and and integrating the trauma triangle states of victim perpetrator rescuer so that needs integrating as well so i guess it's in it's also in the midst of lots of splits lots of dissociation within our consciousness and integration seems to be the key and coming home to oneness yeah I mean where I've got to I was gonna say you know what does that state look like but I feel like you've answered that so is there anything else that you want to add to that um I think I can just describe what that state feels like with these two seemingly separate energies integrated easy yeah (laughs) it feels easier it feels easier and I feel this constant sense of support Mm -hmm. that so being able to feel that support from within and that authority from within again not over just a sense of my own connection to source and self and what needs to come through then it feels easier it's been 10 years now since it came back so it's hard to remember but it feels easier i feel more whole which is the goal of healing really so yeah brilliant thank you mel So yes, if you are interested, everyone, we do this in the womb medicine woman training. And if you don't want to do that, you can come and do that work one-to-one with either myself or Kim. And it does help business. It does help us in business because, uh, yeah, we don't want to do it in a disconnected way. We do want to do it in a connected way, but we need that crystalline phallus back, ladies. It's fabulous. All right. Okay. Thank you, Kim. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. I hope it was useful. Again, I'll put a post on Instagram once it is out and I would love to hear your comments. Otherwise I will see you next time. Mm-hmm.